<laughs> Mary Chrysler. We got our SFA Santa hats on. Getting in the spirit. Cheers. Cheers. And we're together in the same room. We are in our Christmas apparel. Don me now our gay apparel. I'm hosting a Christmas party tonight at my house, and so that's why we're... It was we're supposed with, to be after the game. It was supposed to be after the game, but since the game was yeah. canceled, we figured let's do the recording of the podcast during the normal game time and uh, dress sort up. Sort of. During the sort of. Well, yeah. Time. Yeah, yeah. Kind of, kind of, kind of, kind of. Kind of during the game time. Anyway. All right. Well, hey. Let's go. <laughs> What background are you going to put up? Do you have a Christmas one or is that a Kansas one down there? It's a Kansas one back there, but it won't show up until we have our special guest come up. At the oh, moment, it's just okay. us. It's okay. just us. And whoever else just logged right. on, it's just us at the moment. <laughs> so we don't know yet. But anyway, so what a trip. This was a trip, guys. <laughs> and here's the thing. I mean, we had equally as much fun when we went to, you know, the game in Durham. Oh, 100%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Only thing was for that trip, um, I mean, it was right before Thanksgiving and just the way that our flights were. We didn't really have a whole lot of time to do anything. We didn't. We got there so um, late the night before. Yeah, we got there late the night before. Just went to our little Airbnb, got up the next morning. Because we were so tired from the travel. And then, you know, we didn't even know who all else really was, was all there, there yeah. to be fair. So we didn't know who, if we wanted to, like, go out anywhere. Who was there. Yeah. And then... You know, like you said, we got there late. We wanted to get to our Airbnb and get settled because um, our Airbnb was like at this at these people's houses, like in their basement, which was which was I mean, it worked out fine. Like, like literally like side. they didn't even we didn't even know they were there and they didn't even know we were there. Basically, I mean, they knew we were there, but um, didn't really bother each other. Um, and then we didn't really go out after the game either because we were in such like a wild high from the game that we just went back to the Airbnb and we had an early flight the next day. And I think that yeah. game was also later. It probably, I think um, it was too. But anyhow, so this time around we have more time. We got, we yeah. got there kind of, well, we'll start, let's start before. We let's, yeah. Let's just go back. Let's, let's go back. Yeah. Yeah. Before we even went on the trip, we went, um, we went to, cause our flight Friday morning was at like seven twenty-five. So we went to, I'll have them here if you want to look at them. Oh yeah. That'll be, that'll be good. That'll be good. Um, okay. So we went to Dallas Thursday afternoon. Um, same group of friends that we hung out with for the Fort Worth weekend, the prior weekend. It was. Had a lovely little dinner with them. We did. We had, they made us steaks. So that was really fun. That was really nice. Um, we brought the wine and they, they made a bunch of food for us. And that was really sweet. So we hung out with them. We stayed with our friend Megan. Um, and then she actually was generous enough and nice enough to wake up at the crack. Even before dawn, it was literally still dark out when we left basically um, to take us to the airport at Dallas love to drop us off so that we wouldn't have to pay for parking. So again, thank you, Megan bless you. And then of course our friend, my, our friend Kate uh, picked us up then on Sunday. So then again, we didn't have to worry about getting cars or anything, but yeah. So went and had dinner with them, stayed over at our friend Megan's house and then woke up early the next morning and um, made it to our, made it to our flight at Dallas love. And whew, we were tired. And then, so our, our flight schedule was as of follows. Hell yeah, brother. Kate. <laughs> <Aww, laughs> we love you, Kate. 
Hell we, yeah, we just, brother. We just gave you a shout out. So thanks for the dinner and the, the pickup from the airport. We love you both. The Hills, the Hills and Wataga. So yeah, that was fun before we even got started. We um, had a good little time. And then, yeah, so then our flight pattern was this. So we woke up to Dallas, went to, from Dallas to um, NOLA. We mm -hmm. had a little layover in NOLA that was extended by probably, well, like 30 minutes because we had a little bit of a delay and then went from NOLA to uh, Kansas City. So um, when we were in NOLA, we flew into NOLA, got there, had a little 30-minute delay, went and found a little breakfast place. What was that, Emeralds? Mm -hmm. Emeralds, so that was really good. Um Again, shout out to our generous benefactors who sent us Venmo and Cash App money because that basically took care of our breakfast and our mimosas and our uh, and our beignets. Bless. Awesome. Dennis. Oh, hey, Dennis. Dennis. How's it going, Dennis? Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Um, and so appreciate that again because that was really, really helpful uh, for, our, for our budgetary purposes. So... Um, what else happened? Uh, so then we made it to KC and our friend Corey. Shout out to Corey. Corey Blanford. Shout uh, out to Corey. Corey, I think, landed like an hour or so before us. He um, did. Yeah. So he had wanted to rent a car, so he just waited on us. And then. Which was, again, helpful. We didn't have yeah. to. We didn't have to Uber. We didn't have to do anything, which, again, was so, so helpful. We appreciate that. Yeah. So um, then he drove us the 45 or so minutes. Um, we all stayed at the same hotel, Thoria. Uh, so we got there, we checked in, took our stuff up to our room, um, <clears throat> waiting on Corey because he was working on his purple hair. Um, so Alex and I went down to where else but the hotel bar? The bar, duh. Um, Which happened we, to be the, the same bar that we were doing the pregame party right. for the next day. So it just worked out really well that we were able to like make our make our connections and make our yeah our contacts. Our contacts there, thing. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. But uh, so we, we walked up to the bar and immediately a guy's like, Axum, and we're like, so uh, we met a lovely alum named Mike Cook. Mike Cook. Who, uh, his mother's family is from Kansas. Mm -hmm. And um, so he's very familiar with the area. His son is going to Kansas currently. Um, Benji. Benjamin. Benji. Yeah. And so they were sitting at the bar. Um, so we chit-chatted with them for a little while. Mm -hmm. uh, then we started our night out. Um, I'm telling you, I, I, didn't, I didn't think that that's where the night was going to go. But it went there. We ended we, up accumulating quite the group. We we did. We did. We had yeah. one hell of a time Friday night. Like, thank God we didn't go as hard Saturday night because we would have probably been an absolute train wreck for our flight home. Yeah. You know what I mean? We, yeah. would, we would have been hurting. That's why I reined myself in on Saturday night. Yeah, mm -hmm. I did too. Because I, I mean, because we could have easily went balls to the wall, but we didn't. Because I was like, even though our flight isn't until, you know, one. But also gladly, yeah. I was like, let's make an afternoon flight. So the flight out Thank was at 1.15. God. I we was did like, that. I'm not, it's my birthday. Yeah. I'm not going to get up hungover and be hauling ass at the airport at, at ungodly. Nine o'clock in the morning or something like that. Absolutely no. not. And then we would have been the only people having that flight. And so then we would have to literally find our own way back to yeah. the airport. Well, we didn't know when we booked the flight, but it just, then we did. It just worked out just, perfect. It just worked out perfectly that multiple, serendipitous. Mo multiple other people had the same flight yeah. we did coming home to Texas. So, yeah. So Friday night we started off. It was we started off at the Bird Dog and that's where we were waiting for everybody else to kind of like congregate. And it just so happened that Andy Till and T-Bone Thomas all came in at the same time as well. And so literally we're leaving to go to our first place, which was Free State. 
Grant and his brother, uh, Gavin, were already, already there, and they had saved us a table. And so I'm going to knock the rev out. <laughs> uh, Dustin says, for anyone listening to this later, y'all normally aren't train wrecks. Happy belated birthday. Thank you. Thank you. It's still my birthday week. Yeah. I'll milk it until Christmas, and then Jesus can have his day. But <laughs> till then, I'm taking the whole damn week, okay? I'm done. Um, I'm milking it till Christmas, then Jesus can have his day. <laughs> but yeah, so we went to Free State. Uh, Brewing. Grant, Gavin, me, Alex, Andy, T-Bone. Um, had some lovely Corey. beers. Corey. Do we say Corey? I don't know if we said Corey. Had some lovely beers. We did. Appetizers. Renelle says happy birthday. Oh, thanks. Yeah. Uh, thanks, we had we had really good beer. I really enjoyed. Well, they had, I got um, Wassel. You had Wassel, correct. Very yeah. delicious. Although, did they call it Wassel up there? Mm -hmm. They did. Okay. Just, I wasn't sure mm -hmm. if it said Wassel or not. Yeah. Um. So they had, she had Wassel. I had a, uh, a, a stout and then I had a sour, I believe. Maybe. I think you did. I can't remember. I had so many craft. I had so much craft had beer. I had so much craft beer this weekend. It's. It, I lost. I lost count. Um. And so we we drank at Free State. Had some really good. That's um. One of the pictures I posted on my personal Instagram account was of the uh, one of the appetizers we had there, which was like this this Spanish goat cheese yeah. dip with that bread. Holy crap! Delicious. And so. And of course, I got mac and cheese. You did get mac good. and cheese, and that was good. Yeah, anywhere we go, we're going to get some sort of, like, dip and or mac and cheese. Like, that's guaranteed. And so that was really good. We enjoyed Free State. Um, I, I think I posted a picture of Free State. Not sure. I need to go back and see. If not, I'll post one. Um, really cool little brewery in downtown. And then we went to – where did we go after Free State? Lawrence, Lawrence Beer, Beer Company. Company, another brewery in Lawrence, which was more, like, artsy. Yeah, yeah, I, I would I would call it more of like an artsy district kind of brewery. Yeah, and they had some kind of little cranberry seltzery type thing that I thought that was really good. Yeah, and I had a small little flights of oh, yeah, beer yeah. at that place. I had three of them. I had like a lighter uh, pilsner. I had a it was like a warm Christmas ale. Yeah, very good. And then I also had a another porter. Man, I was I was knocking out the porters and the stouts this weekend because you know porters and stouts are just perfect for cold weather, perfect. And man, I was knocking them out. They were so good. Um, and then of course Andy ordered. I love Andy Till. I, I don't know. I don't know if y'all know Andy Till, but I love Andy Till because when he goes anywhere, he goes big. Anywhere we went during the weekend, he ordered food for like 30 people i feel like right like there was five or six of us there was always food and there was food everywhere every time he also got himself a new nickname uber andy uber andy because cheers I'll, to I'll, uber I'll, andy i'll spare you all the details but the the rental car place lost his car and i asked him if he gave him a seinfeld lecture about the reservation and how the reservation is supposed to hold the car but hey dylan anyway so they gave him a very nice BMW SUV so very nice BMW SUV. he hauled us around for most of the times that we were all able to be driving right most of the time um, and then at one point we did go back and park it at the so, hotel so yeah we for the late night but, yeah uh, yeah so then after lawrence beer company we went over to field and ivy which is another jose, jose. cheers jose i'm knocking out porters <laughs> right now hashtag it's 5 p.m somewhere i love you jose not here but we'll pretend like it um so yeah then we went to field and ivy which is a uh, another brewery, brewery but they also have like really good pizzas and all sorts of things yeah um, oh andrea oh andrea hello and andrea right Aww. my lovely cousin all the way from belfast listening to us right now sweetheart um, love it 
So Field and Ivy was really, really good as well. They had a lot of good beers. They had great pizza. And then the pizza was delicious. So by this time, Mike Cook alumni had come and met up with us. And then there were a bunch of Kansas people there who mm -hmm. knew his uncle who used to own a sports bar there. So then we were having this whole conversation with all these Kansas people um, about the game. They were really lovely and nice. And, and what started the whole thing is the us. one guy who is actually, did he say he's like the the guy that had the Christmas sweater on. I don't remember what he said. He, he said he, I think oh, he, he did something for the game. He does something for the Kansas game. Like he, yeah. he does something for the game. Like some Stats, kind of official, official yeah. something or other. But anyway, he had on this really cool Kansas Christmas sweater that had like all the, all the years of all the years. Of, yeah. On their the back. back. And of course me being multiple drinks deep at this point, um, you literally yelled at him as you walk. I like your, I like your sweater. Whatever. And then he turned around, stopped, came back and talked. I will say that pretty much every person we met in Kansas was super nice. Yeah. They were Typical Midwestern, super sweet, nice people. Um, shout out to them. Uh, let's see. Oh, Carrie Whitsett. Hi. Hi. We'll see you later, Carrie. See you soon, K-Dub. Ready to get crazy. Uh, Dylan Rodriguez. I'm throwing back water right now. Well, well I got water, too. We, we do have, well, I had water in my baby Yoda cup. It's gone now. Uh, anyway, so... We went to Lawrence, went to Fields and Ivy, and then after Fields and Ivy, we took the car back to the hotel, parked it, then started the Uber trips. The actual Uber. The actual but Uber. Not Uber Andy. Not Uber Andy, but the actual Uber trips, because we knew if we were going to go out to the bar bar scene, that there'd be no driving. So the first place we went to, I think we went and changed to, into yes, we like mm -hmm. warmer clothing, because it was starting to get cool, cold. Which was a mistake, though. Bad mistake. Bad for me, but we were not prepared. We, we didn't know. know. We, we didn't, didn't know. know. We didn't know. So standing outside, we go first to this place called Sandbar. Cute. Okay, we thought all those neck people. Listen here, we thought Headliners was a tiny bar. Like take away the pool section in the back, and it still I think was. I felt like we were in a pack of gum, like we were packed in there like fucking rats. Anyway, so it was a. It was, the bar was called the Sandbar. Clever in the middle of Kansas. Little beachy scene. Beachy theme. Like, yeah, yeah, scene theme. Anyway, so there's a line to get in. Still, even in Christmas break. Love that part of it. Um, Shakia's on. Sounds Aww. like my kind of bot girl. Hey, yeah. Shakia. Shakia, you would have liked this bar girl. I'll tell Happy you what. Happy late birthday to you, too. Yeah, you and Shakia are born pretty yeah. much the same day almost. Yeah, two days apart. Two days mm -hmm. apart. Yeah. Shout out to you Shakia. Would, you would have loved it, Shakia. You would have bought this part. Um, anyway, so we had to wait to get in. So it was cold outside. So we were properly dressed for that. So we, Yeah, we were happy then. Right. But then once we get inside to the bar, literally the door opens. We walk in and it's just like. <laughs> I mean, it was packed with people. They were playing dance music. Oh, yeah. It was like people mm -hmm. were moving and grooving. And mm -hmm. I literally was like, I'm sweating my ass off. I'm going to die. And if you were sweating, imagine yeah. what I was doing. And, but I had no, there was no room to like, I couldn't start taking off layers and put shit anywhere. Like there wasn't anything to no, do. No, I couldn't sweat. take layers off. And this is why, and this is why I usually wear short sleeve stuff and then put on jackets. So that way I don't have to worry about that. But there was nowhere to put them. Yeah. Anyway, so hey. Postins. Postins is on. Matt Postins. Just wanted to pop in and say hello. Have to head out to shoot a ball game. Have fun. We'll be talking Have about fun. you later. We will be talking about you later. <laughs> anyway, so to wrap up Sandbar, really, really cool little bar. They had cool drinks. I had a uh, blue drink, kind of almost like a Bahama Mama typey drink. And it was called thing. the Shark Attack. Yeah, Shark Attack. And they give you a little toy shark in the drink 
with a shot in the fucking drink. And then they have this um, like fishnet hanging from the ceiling kind of draped and you have to throw your shark, shark. up into the net. How'd you do at that time? I was very successful on my first try. First try. Second, second try, try wasn't so great. I had to take over on the second try. Poor thing. I don't know. I think you just weren't in the right angle. First not. angle. First time you hit it just perfectly. First shot. Second time. And I was also being heavily pursued at that moment. So that's a whole nother podcast. Whole nother podcast. That's like after dark podcast. Let's just say that. Anyway. I was invited in the bathroom and I did not go. <laughs> we'll leave it at that. We headed out shortly after that. Oh, we definitely dipped out after that. Anyway, so then we decided to walk. There was a couple other bars surrounding, but we decided to go to a place right around the corner, walkable distance, uh, called Leroy's Tavern. And that is where we ended our night, was at Leroy's Tavern. Um, think of Leroy's Tavern in, a, in kind of knack terms as like frogs and headliners all and like a little bit of flashbacks yeah, like all, all kind combined. of combined into one. So just kind of think of it like that. Uh, big bar, big taverny, sticky ass floor. I felt like we were back home in Knack. It was perfect. It was definitely up our alley. Um, so we hung out there the rest of the night. Again, cheap drinks, good time. Jacqueline went bonkers on the, the hoop fever game. So much fun. <laughs> I I mean, I kept sending Andy back for quarters. Literally. Poor Andy was, was our quarter mule. I was like, we need more quarters, Andy. She's on a roll. Bring us more quarters. Anyway, she kept so much fun. It was. So that was our first night. We had a really great time first night. Um, definitely probably too much fun. Woke up with a slight, slight headache. Nothing crazy. Um, and then. I mean, I did go attempt my run, so I wasn't too hungover. This is true. Just a little dehydrated. Just, just a little Yeah, it was. Oh. It was like 27 degrees. This one. This one. So I wake up at one point and I kind of like flip over and put my he my hand over because I thought I heard the door slam and I was like, I don't fucking know. So then I flip and put my hand over and I'm like, all right, well, the bed's empty. So I guess she actually got up and ran. <laughs> she sure shit did. I cannot. <laughs> Corey texted us on my run went and I said, well, uh, you know, I wasn't hungover, but as much like we flew all day yesterday and then drank all night last night. So I was just a little dehydrated and I started cramping. So I didn't do the full six. And he's like, we drank last night. <laughs> Question mark? <laughs> we drank last night. Anyway, so that was that was night one. Um, rolling into night to, to day two, wake up a little slow, obviously, but we start getting ready, start getting dressed. We 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 message everybody. Um, am I going to see? Hold on, what'd that say? Renell, am I going to see you guys give each other Christmas gifts on the podcast? Oh, we are. Well, I already no. I already gave. I haven't given Jacqueline her Christmas gift. I can. On the but yours is not here yet. So well, no. so no, so that wouldn't be fair. So we'll wait. No. We'll wait and do it another podcast. Yeah. Maybe we'll do it before we do the food podcast. How about that? So it's fair. Okay. All right. Anyway, so uh, we wake up. We start messaging everybody. Kind of starting to get everybody awake and rolling because there's like the group together. Because, yeah, there's a lot of shit we had to do. A lot of we shit. had a lot of people because it was me, Alex, Corey, Andy, mm -hmm. T Bone, Grant, and Gavin were uh -huh. there. Matt Postens and Chuck, Chuck Cox, Cox had gotten in the same night as Alex and I and everyone else. But they had a show they went to in KC. Cal McDonald just wanted you to know I'm at work watching. As We're you so should glad be. you joined in for as you should moment, be Cal. as you should be at work watching. Um, but yeah, Postens and Chuck had a, a show they went to the night before that they had a grand time. But anyway, so then they met up this that day. So yeah, so myself, Alex, Matt Atkins, Matt Postens, Chuck, and Andy. Yeah, because Corey went to go visit some friends in 
Omaha. So he was gone for the majority of the day up until the pregame party. And T-Bone was still suffering. And T-Bone was struggle bussing it. What a rookie. Um, but we went to the coolest restaurant. So I will also give a quick shout out here to my friend Connor who lives in um, Lawrence. Because whenever Sean and I were supposed to visit beginning of 2020 and we didn't make it, he had a whole list of things. For us to see and do so we went ate at this restaurant called the merchant that's inside of an old bank building the that coolest. was a bank that bonnie and clyde robbed the coolest and the bathrooms are inside of the vault um it was just really cool atmosphere the food was amazing i got a little mimosa fly all of our food was delicious i again um, had a peanut butter stout or was it a porter don't remember dark beer delicious um, we ordered for a appetizer, another, I, I don't know, uh, something with goat cheese in Kansas. Everything, all, most of the dips yeah, all had a lot of goat cheese, a lot of goat really cheese, good. a lot of goat cheese dips really in good. Kansas. Not upset about that at all. Um, and then, ha, I love Carrie. Same. If any of my bosses are watching, I'm working. I I'm working. Promise. <laughs> <laughs> of course, you're a Carrie. Of course. This is just, you know, the work never stops. No, of course not. Up, so we know that. Absolutely. Um, and so it was another like little goat cheese dip thing. It was delicious. Um, and then I ordered a bison burger. Holy crap. Just delicious. But there was, it was funny because I ordered a bison burger and Matt Atkins ordered a bison burger. And I think they switched our bison burgers because I like my meat and burgers like medium rare. And I think he ordered like medium. And so I was eating it and I'm just like, this isn't medium, whatever. And then he was eating so I think we had a burger switch. It's fine. It was fine. It was fine. Um, Jacqueline had a... I had a sweet potato quinoa burger. It was really delicious. And a... It's like truffle potato leek soup. It was really good, too. Ooh. And then a bunch of people had some breakfast stuff. Like, Annie Teal had... I, love, I just call him Annie Teal. Andrew. <laughs> Andrew. Andrew had some... Uber Andy. Uber Andy had, like, a really cool, uh, like, breakfast short rib, braised rib thing. Um, Chuck Cox ordered this amazing breakfast poutine. Ooh, I tried it. It was really good. Um, I can't remember what everybody else had, but. Uh, yeah, I can't either. Yeah, I can't. But it was all really, really good. Just delicious. know that. It was just delicious. So after we left there, we went to. Um, what did we do? Did we go walk around campus at that point? Yeah. So okay. Yeah, yeah, we went and took a short. Because I had run through campus that morning, um, but I kind of wanted to get get some pictures. So we. When parked and walked through campus a little bit. Um, again, it was very cold. Uh, very cold. The wind started blowing. Uh, so we didn't do a whole lot. No. Too much walking. No, we didn't. But we went and took a few pictures around campus. Um, that's where you may see us with our with the little Jayhawk. Um, and me and my, my new profile pic. Yeah, right. Her new profile pic and me and my purple Russian bucket hat. Um, fuzzy bucket hat. And then after that, we went back to our car and back to the hotel, changed, got ready for the game and pregame. But then instead of staying at the hotel, we went to the number two bar in number America. Barstool Bar in America. Col college, college, bar. Yeah, yeah. college Town Barstool. Whatever. It went, it number two freaking bar. Number two bar. That the SFA alum who we met, his uncle, used to own it. And so yes. he told us about Dr. it. Dr. So, Wu. Yeah. Dr. Wu. Dr. Wu. Dr. Wu. Um, Cool so, little bar. So Mike and Benji kind of took our whole group over yeah. there. Um, and by this time we had collected Jeff Davis. We had did we did we collected yeah. Jeff Davis at, at in the in the hotel we were lobby. Just adding people, just adding people to our, our group. Our group. Anyway, and so we went to the wheel, and so it's actually called the wagon wheel, but they call it the wheel. And um, 
when it comes to this bar, again, you think that these college town bars would be huge. This bar was tiny as hell too, but it was so cool. It was very historic looking. I mean, it looked like it'd been there for forever. You know, yeah, a bunch of like sports memorabilia on the wall, and people had things. signed their name. Kind of headlinerish, very headlinerish, yeah. very headlinerish. Very, very cool. Very, very cool. Um, and then we stayed there for just a little bit, and then we, as soon as we, it was like almost three thirty ish. We had to go back to uh, the bird dog yeah. and set up for the four o'clock pregame party. Uh, pregame party, whew, man. We didn't know how many people to expect at the pregame party. There were way more than what we thought were going to come. Uh, it was a fantastic pregame party. Uh, we had good appetizers. Um, we had good appetizers, good drinks. Good drinks. Their staff was super helpful. They were fantastic. Accommodating. They were awesome. Bird Dog Bar. If you ever go to Kansas City, or I'm sorry, if you ever go to Lawrence and you ever need to stay anywhere, stay at the Oread and go to the Bird Dog, which is in the hotel. Their service and their uh, just everybody working there was fantastic. They were so accommodating. Yeah, they were awesome. But yeah, we had a super good turnout and we even had some random, you know, attendees that we weren't expecting. We really um, did. Yeah, there was a lot of people that showed so up. Some of Coach Jessica's friends were there, mm -hmm. a couple named Brian and Jessica, mm -hmm. uh, two of Austin Cox's friends, who I think they said they drove down from Nebraska, mm. um, Tanner and Kirk, they were there. Uh, I'm glad you got their names because yeah, I didn't I, ask. I went back and looked at the cards. Oh, the perfect. Um, She's good. Yeah. This um, one right here. She's good. Always thinking. Um, she really is. John Treadway and his family was there. We love ourselves some um, John. Brandy, Erica, TJ, and Andrew. Is that Andrew? Yes. Yeah. Came. Um, all wearing their little SFA Santa hats. Yeah. Um, of course, my friend Connor, he came with his girlfriend Summer, and they had a, a couple of their friends with who came as well. And they had on um, a Michigan, Michigan State stuff. Yeah. Izzo, Izzo, Izzo zone, the Izzo zone shirts. I'm like, again, what, what balls to wear a shirt to a game? Cause then they went to the game that they, they weren't even playing. Yeah. But I was like, this is great. I love that. That'd be like me wearing a Buckeye shirt, watching the Jackson Kansas state play. Yeah. It'd be so random. And then and I loved it. The okay. I cannot remember their names, but we had the three random Cowboys. The three. Oh my God. It was so funny. So me and so, T-Bone were standing outside. This is the funniest thing. Me and T-Bone were standing outside, okay, and it's freaking 20 degrees outside, and I'm not in my jacket. I don't care. It's hot as hell. To me, it was hot. I go outside to cool off, and all of a sudden, out of the out of nowhere, just appears three cowboys, cowboy, cowboy hat, hats, and Carhartt jackets, SFA stuff on, just out of nowhere, and I'm like, Ugh. <laughs> those are those are our people. <laughs> I mean, and I was like, way to just perpetuate the stereotype of Texas. Bless you. Bless you. I love it. And they just, they came in and they, they were already sauced. Yeah. Already sauced. And I was, I was laughing so hard and they were the cutest little guys. Uh, one of them was from, they were from like the Tyler. Yeah. Area, one was I from think. Tyler and then two were from Gilmer and I'm yeah, like, Gilmer, yeah. yeah. And I was like, oh, this is fantastic. And, and they were at Duke. Oh, I didn't know that. They I said, they're like, that. yeah, like we went to Duke and they were at the Duke pregame too. Oh. They weren't wearing cowboy hats. I don't think okay. to the Duke, to the Duke game. I was laughing so hard. Uh, welcome, welcome, welcome. Cute little cowboys. Um, what else? Okay, so we have the, most of the attendees. Cool. Yeah. All right, so we go to the, we have the pregame. We start cleaning up before we leave for the game. What happens? Oh, are you talking about Bob came in? Oh, fucking Bob. Well, Bob, oh, BK. Um, but the team we we we. Well, yeah, that's team. what I was getting. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, okay, yeah. Go, so, ahead. go ahead. So Bob came in and uh, David's dad, Bob Capri's. Um, Gotta love Bob. 
And uh, he was like, the guys are supposed to be leaving soon. Um, you know, I'll keep y'all updated. So we we're like, okay, we can get everyone together. So we got everyone kind of together and crowded around in the, in the lobby to wish, wish the boys luck as they were leaving. So you can, you can view our little live video. Mm -hmm. I, I set it to just stay on there forever. So, okay, good. Yeah. So we, that. we all we ushered them off, which was nice. I mean, they get to see how many SFA people, and that wasn't obviously everybody either. Right. So they got to see a bunch of SFA people um, cheering them on, getting them ready to go to the game. And then, um, you know, we packed up and, and got in the car and head off over to Allen Fieldhouse. And when I turn, when we turned the corner on to, to get to Allen Fieldhouse, holy, I didn't realize how big this place was. So also the, the other like big bucket bucket list game experience that we've done was Duke and I mean Cameron's like just next level anyway oh but yes it's, it's so tiny it's so tiny Cameron and it is. and when you're outside Cameron it just looks like it doesn't even look like a, a, a basketball stadium yeah. you know what I mean because it's it the architectural uh, just magnificence of Duke itself you literally just look like you're looking at another maybe like you know uh, academic building, building. Yeah. like another academic or, or hall and then you realize that no, that's the freaking basketball. That's the Cameron Indoor. And so when you go to Duke, or I'm sorry, when you go when now we're in Kansas and you we turn around the corner and there's this huge like here it is, everyone. Holy crap. Huge. And then I was like, okay, big place. Okay, okay, cool. But then we get inside, and right when we walk in the front doors, basketball hall of fame stuff. Yeah. Everywhere. Which again, Cameron, Cameron had a little small like Hall of Fame thing in the lobby, sort of, but it right. was much smaller. Much than smaller. Kansas, it was just huge. Holy crap! It was and basically like I think the whole perimeter of the building was like the basketball hall. Of pretty Fame. much. I mean, there was there was there, there was stuff pretty much every, in, in every little yeah. corner. Pictures, cool. I mean, it was just it was it's fantastic. Huge. But that was just on the first like floor. But then you realize, okay, we find our seats. We're on the third freaking floor up in the god dang rafters. We had to go up multiple flights of stairs. I was like, I didn't realize how bad this was. Anyway, so it, it was it was an awesome experience. The game itself was fantastic. The seats were, I mean, there was no bad seat in the house. Obviously, we wish we were closer, but yeah, there really it is wasn't. what it is. And it, it was it was similar to Duke in the aspect that everywhere is just bleachers. Yes. Um with numbers kind of where your seat is supposed to be, but uh, right. none of them were padded, at least where we were. Like, no, 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 um, we were, we were up with the, the plebes and the nosebleed. So um, it's okay. It's all good. What else yeah. do we have on our game um, list before we start talking about the game itself in Kansas? Yeah. Okay. So, well, one thing, cause this isn't necessarily game related, but so we're sitting at the game and I'm like, Alex, I, hear, I can hear these people behind us are like, I think they're cheering for us. Okay. And oh yeah, so yeah. I, was like, I just, I just look back there. I'm like, hey, are y'all here to watch us play? Um, and it was David's girlfriend and her uh, parents. Yes. And my God, we obsessed with her. Love her. We stand Maria. She's one of us now. She is. She, um, we're gonna add her. She's she's the M in PMA. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Maria, we're ready for you right here. Mm -hmm. You can whenever you come in for a game, you can join us right in the middle. Um, she's so the cutest little she thing. Was so so cute. I um, love her so much. She's so nice. So into the game. Oh her, my God. Her parents were just amazing. Amazing. Lovely people. I, I mean, she's everything a basketball girlfriend should be. Should be. Yeah. Like, everything. she knows everything checks about boxes. Checks it. Checks them. She knew everything about the game. She said the same stuff that her and I say. We were like, you took the words right out of our mouth. Literally, anything she said, I turned around and I was like, 
Yes, are you listening to us? <laughs> I was like, come down here with that. Like, uh, she was fantastic. And so after the game was over, we actually went back to our hotel and she was there with her parents, with Bob and with crack. But what's, what's, oh my God. I had shots. We had shots. I forgot. David's mom. Well, we finally met David's mother. Thank you. Super sweet lady. God. Damn it, I forgot. So yeah, pretty much um, pretty much our whole group went back to the hotel yeah, bar. We all um, hung out there for the longest time and had yeah, the, the, well they found out that it was my birthday at midnight, so there were many rounds of shots bought all the way around. Um yes, many. then we decided to go back out again. Uh, went to the went, so to we went back to Leroy Royce because I, I needed round two on the basketball yeah, yeah, game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um so we ended up meeting two very nice girls there named Tanya and Angel, and I don't know their last names, but I'm sure I could fact check it and look it up. But they both played for Kansas um, ladies basketball when they were in school. And mm -hmm. then Angel had played in the WNBA for a while and then I think had just gotten out of that and come back and is like a firefighter or something now, she said. Oh, anyway, really? Yeah, they, they she, Jacqueline and Corey talked to them a little bit more than I did. Yeah, they were My very, very – Jeff Davis were kind of in our own world, yeah. just kind of be bopping around and, and talking and drinking. So, so they yeah. were very lovely and kind and so glad that we, um, you know, struck up conversation and made friends with them. I'm because, glad you. Because at the end of the night, we there were no Ubers to be had. Corey and I were outside None. in the 19 degree weather for 30 minutes trying to either flag down a taxi or find an Uber and a Lyft. Nothing. None. Nothing. Nothing. Finally, Corey said, look it. And walked the 22 minute walk uphill. which normally would be straight fine uphill. normally would be fine but he walked the hill by our hotel when i say this okay so anybody up here from the north or just that gets a lot of snow if you know when i say this is a good sledding hill you know what i mean like you might would die sledding on there's hill. no way you'd be scared yeah there's no way you could go up this hill during the winter and ice zero way zero chance he hoofed it up that hill, hoofed it up the hill in 19 degree weather. And and then in the meantime, I went and the, the ladies were so nice to offer myself, Alex and Andy um, a ride back. Oh, Andrew. Yeah. Yeah. So, so that was that was pretty much the end of, of night two. Night out. We wake up the next day. Uh, Jacqueline did not run. I don't run on Sunday. She doesn't, she doesn't do Sundays. Yeah. Um, so she didn't run, but we woke up, we got ready, got dressed, packed up our bags and took off in Matt Adkins car, uh, with Corey in the, in his car following and went and found a barbecue place in KC for some yummy barbecue before we went onto our flight, went to Gates barbecue, um, literally got there right before the gates opened the gates at gates, the doors open. Oh, I like the plan. Well, I tried. Um, and then, uh, which was probably a good thing to do because as soon as we got there, all these people started showing up, like lining up. And I was like, well, shit, if people are lining up early, it must be good. And so, which was, it was pretty good. Obviously Casey barbecue is a little bit different than Texas barbecue. So we enjoyed that. And then, um, you know, had a really good lunch before we hopped on the plane with multiple other lumberjacks, uh, on our one thirty back to Dallas and had a good little flight home and got Kate picked us up and that pretty much just the rest is history there. Right. Um, so that was our, that was our trip. There was obviously a lot more ins and outs, but man, we don't have time for all of, you know, we got to move on and talk about the actual game itself and, and, uh, welcome in, in a second. I can't stand cat fan. Um, 
all the little comments. He doesn't like to comment on the freaking podcast, but he'll comment on my Twitter. Okay, so I'll I'll start giving. I'm gonna give a hi, talk. Corey. Hey, Corey. <laughs> um, so I'm gonna give a quick little background of Kansas. As soon as she does, we... yeah. As soon as she does that, we'll uh we'll welcome in our our uh, special guest. Do you want me to give the stats before that, or pull them in? Then? We can pull them in then. Okay. We'll pull them in then. All right. Okay. So um, I, won't, I won't go as long as I did on the background for the Duke, but I mean Kansas deserves a lot because, um, as any of you may know, I'm sure Kansas is kind of a big deal. Kansas is a big deal. Um, they are considered one of the most prestigious college basketball programs in the country. With five, I hear get ready for the list of all of their accolades: five overall national championships three NCAA tournament championships, two Helms national championships, as well as being a national runner-up six times, having the most conference titles in the nation. They are the all-time consecutive conference titles record holder oh, with no. 14 consecutive titles, um, a streak that ran from 2005 through 2018. They also own the NCAA record for the most consecutive NCAA tournament appearances with an active streak of 31. Um Okay, they have the longest streak of consecutive NCAA winning seasons, 35. The most winning seasons in D1 history, 97. The most non-losing seasons, 500 or better, um, in NCAA history at 100. The most conference championships in D1 history with 61. The most consecutive regular season conference titles in D1, which is 14. The most first-team All-Americans in Division I history at 22. And the most first-team All-American selections in D1 history with 29. Um, as of the last complete season, their program ranks third in D1 all-time winning percentage at 0.725 and second in D1 all-time wins with, I saw two different numbers, but about 2,300. Um, their first coach literally was the inventor of game basketball, Dr. James Naismith. And maybe little known fact, he was actually their only coach who had a losing season. Well, well, invented the game. And that, um, eh, wild. Anyhow, uh, so some former players that you may recognize, Will Chamberlain, Paul Pierce, uh, the two that got me started following Kansas basketball, Nick Collison and Kirk Heinrich, um, Joel Embiid, mm. politician Bob Dole played at Kansas. What? If you didn't know. I did not. Which now makes sense that Connor had on his list the Bob Dole Museum, remember? He must be from there or something. Anyway, okay. All right. Um, former players that have gone on to be coaches include Fog Allen. Um, Fucking Fog, bro. I'm Continue. Rupp, in case any of you have heard of a little place called Rupp Arena. Um, Dean Smith, Dutch Lomborg, and former assistants to go on to be notable coaches include John Calipari, Greg Popovich, and Bill Self. He's not there. Uh, Mark Turgeon, Jared Hayes, I don't know how you say his name, Danny Manning and Tad Boyle are all former players and assistant coaches that became head coaches. Uh, their current coach, Bill Self, is in his 19th season. That's insane, man. Going into our game, which is so wild because I feel like it was yesterday that uh, Roy Williams left. Kansas, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was so pissed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They got, they got Bill Self. Anyways, 19 years. Um, going into our game, their record for this season was 8-1. and one. Their only loss was to Dayton on a neutral court. Um, two other random quick notes that about the game. So I noticed this when I watched it back. Uh, one of the guys commentating the game was Wayne Simeon, who played for Kansas at the same time as Heinrich and Carlson. Oh, okay, cool. Um, and they also did a little halftime um, kind of dedication, I guess, to 
various Native American groups that are represented oh, yeah, yeah, um, yeah, in that's Kansas. Right. So that was really cool. I mean, that I was cool. Because it is Native talk, American here. Yeah, we talked about yeah, that. So that the, makes sense. Yeah. On the drive back that I guess you don't you so, don't think about it, but obviously there are many Native American groups in Kansas. So. Well, and there's also, I remember when we were leaving Lawrence, that we passed by a uh, Indian Nations University. I can't remember what the name of the university was, but it's like right there in in Lawrence. So that was really cool. Um, okay, so cool. before we pop into the game notes, let me just go over the wax standings. Then we'll bring in our special guests for game notes and stats. Okay, so current wax standings are as follows. New Mexico State is at the top of the WAC at 11 and 2. Grand Canyon at 10 and 2. Abilene Christian 8 and 2. They really just surged up to the top of the pack. Cool. Uh, CBU 8 and 3. Utah Valley 8 and 3. Seattle U eight and four. They are tied with us at eight and four. Dixie State seven and five. UT Rio Grande five and seven. Uh, Chicago State four and seven. Sam Houston four and seven. Tarleton four and eight. And poor little Lamar two and eleven. Uh, Wax standings reflects wins due to forfeits due to the following cancellations that include Sam Houston's win at Lamar, um, which was on twelve thirty. Wait, what? That hasn't even happened yet. I know. I'm very confused with that now. These games haven't and even happened yet. And it's not supposed to be at Lamar. It's supposed to be at SFA. We're confused. We'll, uh, um, we'll conf figure that out. That's saying that there's already cancellations for the Lamar game on New Year's Day. But it's saying at Lamar, which is also incorrect. So. Yeah, they're playing us here. What? Okay. We're going to need some... We're going to need some help. Well, both of those games include Lamar, so, so I wonder if they're having some kind of issue. Right. But that's wild that but they've that's already a, canceled it. They, yeah. That's a ways out. That's a whole other week. Yeah. All right. Uh, okay. Clarification. Right. Maybe our guests can give us some clarity. All right. Well, week. speaking of our guests, speaking of our guests. So we are going to, some of you already guessed it. You've, you've sneaky little suspicious snakes. Um, already guessed who our special guest is. He was on the trip with us to, uh, to Lawrence. He was at the game on Saturday as well. Uh, had some really good seats and he could tell you about it. Uh, our special guest is, yes, the man, Matt Adkins. Welcome, Matt, to the pod. Hey, Yo, what's Yo, up? Yo, you got your Christmas on. Betcha. All about our Christmas letters. Which friends? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That is even better than I expected. That is Love fantastic. Um, yeah, so Sean just said, Sean Hurth. Lamar game better not be canceled. I was hoping to go to that one. Yeah. Do you know what? What do you? I don't know. I was just uh, searching on Twitter, trying to do some Google search and see. I, I haven't heard. Yeah, I haven't heard that yet. So yeah. So I pulled up the WAC standings, Matt, and it was literally at the very bottom of the WAC standings on their website, saying, "Note: WAC standings reflects wins due to due to forfeits due to the following cancellations." And it was Sam Houston. Oh wait. Okay. Yeah. Sam Houston at Lamar and then San, and then SFA at Lamar, but we're playing Lamar at home on one, one. So. Yeah. Hopefully not. Cause I'm, I'm planning on coming in for that. So. Yeah. And then obviously today would be a win for us. Correct. Because Jackson state had to cancel. Is that how that works? I would guess so. I don't know if they're count, counting it as an actual win. I think it's just a cancel game to where it's not going to count for you. Um. Okay, I'm not, yeah, we don't know. I don't think so, too. That's confusing. Yeah. All right, well, Carrie Whitsett says, hey, Matt. Hey. And then Corey Blanford, nothing has been mentioned to me. So. We don't know. Yeah. And Corey was the one that told us before everybody else knew about the game not being happening today. So yeah. I, I don't know. It's it looks like the women's 
program that Lamar has said something that their play has been postponed due to COVID. But that's the women. Uh, so maybe, yeah. the women maybe they play at, at Lamar on. Yeah, that's what I was thinking, actually, when I saw that, because we're not we're not playing them at Lamar, so it must be the ladies. But why would that be on the men's then? I don't know. They probably just accidentally duplicated that note to both pages. I like I yeah. hope so because that's yeah, that they, is they are out memorial on the same day so maybe that's yeah what okay yeah that's what that was supposed to be then okay well let me Weird. give the okay give the stats real quick and then we can jump in on talking about the game yeah. uh, so our starters were Gavin David Calvin Nigel and Latrell how do we feel about Latrell starting first of all I was thrilled uh, please as punch pleased yeah excited for him yeah that was a, that was a big moment for him being back in, in Lawrence. Definitely. I, I agree. And I, I wonder, again, I was, again, sucks that the game isn't today. I wonder if that was just because we were in Kansas. Anyone in, or if that's going to be well, I mean, because I of Raw should, I think it should be too, but. I'm, a, I'm kind of the way around. I, I thought he was a, a good spark off the bench. He's a good six man that can immediately come in and score. So, I mean, I, I'm fine with him starting too, but I thought he was a good six man role for us. We'll see. I'm, I'm torn too. Because I agree with that, but at the same There's, time, like who else other than lots Day? Of good options. Yeah, I, I mean know. that's true. Yeah. I mean, do we want do we want Day to start and then Latrell to come off the bench, or vice versa? Yeah, could be interchangeable depending on who we're playing, and maybe Day Day. Yeah, yeah. Size. exactly. And elite sweater, Coleman, elite sweater. Which one? I mean, yeah, I'm assuming one? we're meeting Matt oh. with the Charlie Brown tree in the background. I just realized you have a. Tra- he plays it. music too, but I won't. I won't play it. Okay, understood, understood. Okay, continue. Okay, uh, so, of course, we lost 87, 80 to 72. Um, Respectable. So, when I looked it up, so we had looked up earlier that day what their capacity was, and it said it was 16,300. And when I looked up on the stat sheet, it said their attendance was 16,300. Mm. Um, honestly, it might have been a few seats shy of that, but it was pretty damn packed. Felt like it. Yeah. And I know where I was sitting. I, I was sitting like this the entire time. Grant was next to me and this other guy. I mean, I, I was you couldn't turn either way. So it was definitely crowded. Yeah. Matt had some uh some good fan experiences down where yeah. he was sitting too. I was getting uh, kicked out in the first five minutes. Well, I didn't almost. This lady tried to kick me out just for really no reason. But for literally no reason. The KU Karen's that you call yeah. them. Yeah. 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 Mm. There weren't many, but the few there were made up for it. Uh, so Agreed. Sean Hurst says Latrell should start more or get some equal minutes with another starter. Um, we agree. We hope that he does get more minutes. And like we said, there there's so many. I feel like right now vying for that fifth spot because we have we have Trell, we have Day, we have JJP. Yeah, yeah, yeah Jalen. Uh, uh, yeah, it's tough. So yeah, yeah, I think maybe it'll depend on the game and who we're playing um, and the lineups. Okay. For sure. So Sean Kennedy's stat section, we have our field goal percentage was 53.4. I want to point out that was higher than Kansas with a 48.1. Our three-point percentage was 41.2%, which was also higher than Kansas with 36.8. Um, our free throw percentage was 75%, but we only got four. Absolutely. So four free throws the whole entire game. Um. Points in the paint, we had 48. Points off of turnovers, we had 19. Second chance points, we only had seven. Fast break points, we had 14. Bench points, we had 17. Total rebounds, 31. Eight offensive boards and 23 defensive boards. Um, Fouls, we had 21, and they only had 11. 
So lopsided. Um, we had 20 turnovers. They had 15 turnovers. Uh, we had nine steals and one block. Uh, our game leaders, we had Big Game Dave. Big Game Dave. His new nickname with us that we heard that was his nickname. Yeah. Big One Game Dave. Nicknames. Big Game Dave. Uh, he had 18 points, three rebounds, five assists, two steals. Uh, Gavin had a double-double with 16 points, 12 rebounds, seven assists. Um, he also had seven turnovers, so that kind of sucked. Uh, one steal. Day had 14 points, seven rebounds, two assists, and one steal. <gasps> Mom just texted me and says, Lamar just canceled the women's basketball game on New Year's Day. Okay, okay there you go. There we go. Okay. So let's hope that doesn't leak over into right knock on wood. Okay, so let, let's get into the the good notes of the game. Um, as we said, we were happy that Trell started. That was nice. Um, we we did have several players who played really good. I will say what so one of the overall things I felt like we did well is we really did play really great defense. I felt like for most of the game, um, our defense looked solid. And when they pressed us, I feel like we actually did fairly well, except for the inbounds passes. If, if we got it inbounds, we did well breaking the press. It was getting it inbounds that was a problem. Um, but I also, Matt, I don't know if you might have any more insight than us. I have no idea why Calvin was all of a sudden throwing it in for, like, a couple of possessions. Yeah, because you were closer. So, who and, knows? yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't know why, but that was definitely a killer. I mean, that was four free points for him. It was so. not good. And here's yeah. the thing. My dad, my dad texts me and is like, why is Calvin throwing the ball in? And right. I was like – I think even Calvin's wondering that right now. Right. Like, I don't think any of us know. Um, yeah. God, we love Calvin, but throwing the ball in is not his – that's not his space. So, I don't know why we decided to do that all of a sudden. But other than that, Calvin played great. I mean, my dad texted me at one point during the game and was like, Solomon's a wild man tonight. Like, he had a fast break dunk, back-to-back steals, length of the court for a layup, two free throws, big, big post move that was like an ESPN – Highlight post move. Yeah. I'm trying to remember what John Treadaway, t- he messaged us, or not messaged, but he did it on Twitter. It was it was another stat. Damn, I'm trying to find well, it. I think he was just saying the, the 21 fouls and the 20 turnovers said it all. I think that's what he said. Okay. Dang, that's okay. what I remember. Oh, which okay. Is not wrong. No, it's not. I was just trying to read. I was trying to find it. Also, I know this has nothing to do with us basketball-wise, um, but interesting enough that uh, – the, the, the GCU's matchup at Nevada tonight was canceled, too. I wonder. A lot of it's COVID related. It's COVID. Oh, yeah, okay. it's, it's out of control already again. It is out of control. Yeah, crisis averted for now. See you there again. Fingers crossed. This doesn't bleed over into Lamar men's hoops. Knock on wood. And then this is John Treadway right here. Inbounds oh, yeah. was brutal. Yeah. It was so bad. Oh, and I felt bad. I felt terrible for him because I, I mean, who knows? You couldn't tell if it was if it was his error or if they weren't where they were supposed to be, what he was anticipating. Yeah, I don't the, know. The first one I I was I watched pretty pretty closely and that was I think probably the first time that Kansas put the press up and at the time all of our other players were on the side of the court and he had weighed them down and no one was able to get down fast enough and he I mean instead of calling a timeout, which I, I get you don't want to waste your timeouts, but Right. Taking a timeout would have been better than throwing it straight to the other guy for for a layup. So yeah, and that was how many points? Four at least. Yeah, there's there's two inbounds that were yeah. straight layups. Two. For. Right. I mean, and that's half of our 
our loss right there. I get it, man. Especially in a big game like that, and for how loud it was in there, like you're so afraid you don't want to you don't want to call the Chris Weber timeout. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I mean, that's yeah, that's a tough spot. Yeah, the crowd was great. It it definitely had an impact too. You could tell. Oh, for sure. Jalen had some problems too, and it was pretty loud, and you know, with the with the turnovers, so hard place to play. But you have one good good note about the who we could hear. Oh my god, yeah, that's what I was looking for. Um, yeah. So we're obviously again we're up in the freaking rafters, and oh, yeah. this is definitely a feat of strength because we're up in the rafters, and then it was quiet, and we were on defense for a second, and all of a sudden I could hear defense, and I'm like, oh Grant. And when I watched it back today, I could hear him. Could you? Okay. I, I was laughing so yeah. hard, and I immediately oh. made a note of that. I was like, oh, my God, we can hear Grant from freaking three heard, floors up in the rafters. I heard That's him on That's what the lady off in front of us. She was yelling at yeah. us because but of him. Tell, tell the story. Because when I heard yeah. him on TV, I heard him yelling block out at a free throw. Block yeah, out! That, yeah, yeah, yeah. So the, the story started just within a couple minutes of the game. Grant's immediately already into the game and yelling defense. And yeah, the lady that's in their row in front of us, two two or three seats down, she immediately turns to him and starts yelling at how disrespectful he's being, which, I mean, he's cheering on his team. It's not like he's yelling at players or cussing or yelling at refs or whatever. So a couple of minutes go on, and, you know, he's still going. The lady is just, like, touching and basically trying to find every person around her to point at us and tell them that these people are disrespectful and all this, right? So the guy next to Grant eventually tells him that this is apparently the player's family section for, for Kansas. So I was like, oh, that's strange. And I said, I thought maybe the players would have been on – or the players' families might be closer to their bench instead. That's yeah. all I said. So I turned to go back to look at the game, and all of a sudden I can hear this lady yelling, sir, sir. I'm watching the game, so I don't know if she's even talking to me. And all of a sudden she slaps me on the leg. I look over, and she is up cussing saying i will kick your fucking ass out of here and all this shit i'm like i just started laughing so i thought it was hilarious so laughing i probably didn't didn't help this situation but that <laughs> that's all that really happened it was just ridiculous i would have been laughing too i've been like uh first of was, all we yeah. said nothing disrespectful to anybody second of yeah. all why is the player's family section behind the, the opposing, the opposing bench. bench right that's and that's all i said it's just a normal comment which apparently just Set her off. So, <laughs> oh my God! This, again, wild. KU Karen's outfit, and yeah. that I feel like that might have been the only negative interaction well, the only with fans. One. Yeah, with fans. No, I, I don't have any. Else, I mean, yeah. heck, even Erica and and Brandy and Andrew and TJ, who were in the in the student, student section, section yeah. of in the bowels of the student literally section. in the freaking student section, going crazy over there. Even they said all, pretty much all, like 99% of all the students over there were awesome to them. Like awesome. they posted all kinds of like pictures. Yeah, with them. they were having, they were having a grand old time. fantastic time with all the students. She goes, there was maybe a couple that maybe said something like snarky. But other than that, they had a great time. I was like, that's yeah. awesome. Love and that. The other fans that were around us, they love Grant. They were like giving yeah. high fives. Yeah, I love this guy because it's, he's obviously a great fan and into the game. Like he's, it's, yeah. it was amusing. And I'm sitting behind my bench and my team where I should and, be cheering on my team. And that's what their fans do. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they they game, top 10 team in the arguably best, best place to watch a basketball game. Chill out. 100%. Uh, yeah, that was just that was that was a wild That's story a wild that you story. that you told us, and I'm just sitting there laughing as you're telling. I'm like, what is happening? A, they're lucky Jacqueline and I weren't down there because it'd have been two times as worse. Well, it's probably anyway. lucky my wife wasn't there because that probably would have been worse. 
<laughs> true. Very true. Um, so I want, I want to do one brag on Dave for a minute because he played big, amazing. Big game um, Dave. Yeah. He was in there banging the whole game. And even when I watched back today, the commentators were talking about his energy and stuff, which I feel like they always are because it's always the same. Correct. Um, he was getting offensive rebounds. Nice post move to get us tied at 23. Mm -hmm. He made several like really clutch shots. Um, and he got, he was the one who got us back within three points at the end of the game. Um, right. David also, you know, like we said, he had, he made three threes he, and several of his were very clutch, uh, moment threes, layups, layups, layups. Alex said he, he made a lot of layups. Great, I mean, just like reverse layups. Oh my God. Any, any, any time I look down, cause again, like I, first of all, this was probably bad planning on my part. I was wearing my contacts, which my contacts, I can't see as far with my mm. contacts, but then with my regular glasses. And so, man, we got up to our seats and I sat down. I was like, Fuck, I can't see as, I can't see as well. Jacqueline, you're gonna have to tell me when things are happening. I can't see who is who down there. And so, <laughs> but I knew Dave, I could see Dave. Cause of course he's our little white boy on the team. So he's easy to spot <laughs> anyway. And so I was like, damn, Dave is killing it down there in the paint, with the free throws, this, that, what have you. I mean, it was it was a great time. And then, yeah, John even said, John Treadaway, KU fans kept congratulating us as we were leaving on such a good game, a whole different um, than the Duke fans. I don't remember yeah. having enough. I, don't know. I felt what like several of the Duke fans congratulated us on the way out. They weren't. It wasn't quite as great as it was against Kansas. There were several Duke fans that had some snarky comments as we were walking. Well, but it is a little different when when you're you number one lose. Yeah, oh, and, you lose, yeah. and you broke that record. Kansas got got yeah. out easy with the W, so they yeah. they could be like, "Oh yeah, y'all played us so good." Yeah, yeah. But they would have been singing a different tune if they would have lost. Oh, completely. I mean, multiple times as we were walking out as well. I mean, we heard comments here and there, not necessarily directly to us, but right. just overheard. In, overheard comments like, "Wow." Like they were just shocked that that game was as close as it was. And like, there was another comment that, you know, man, they just didn't tire out. Like they gave us everything they had. And but that comment, we were both like, do they think that we don't know how to do string and conditioning? Like I was we were like, just going to get tired the, out. We were going to get quit. tired at the end of the half and just sit down. Like, over. what are we doing? Weird. Yeah. But yeah, definitely. I don't remember have, I don't remember having too many bad interactions with Duke fans after the game. Um, I don't have any bad ones. I don't. I don't think we did because we stayed after we the didn't. the game and waited for the team to come yeah. out. So it wasn't really that crazy. Um, and Coleman. Has oh yeah, Coleman right up here. It's more of a, I guess, a question. So here's the universal question: um, How shocked are we going to be when we are tied at 50 with three to go against UT RGV? Just because playing down is our tendency. Not shocked at all. Won't be shocked one bit, Coleman. Actually, I won't be shocked if that happens when we play Lamar. Touche. Because it's Lamar. Because it's Lamar. And again, we always, always, always play Lamar. And they always play us hard. Every time. They could be the worst. They're the worst team in the league right now. The worst. Worst team. And watch us have a just just very just sneakily squeak out of that game. They, they've been without a couple of their best players too for, for a while. So I'm not sure if they're back or when they'll be back. But Lamar. Yeah. I wouldn't doubt that they'll be back just for our game and something crazy will happen. Literally, of course they, they will. It'll they magically appear. They magically appear for our game, and it's like we've been holding them on to. Okay, so um, I do want to say one other thing that I like. They had two total; those two totally botched dunk attempts. Oh, made my me so happy. God, yeah. And one of the one, I don't think it was the same dude both times, but maybe it was. But one of them, he didn't score the whole entire game, and that was his only shot attempt. Mm -hmm. Was that botched duck? 
I will say, yeah, I will say one of my feats of strength is the fact that a, we, we kept it at a respectable score. We had every opportunity to win. Obviously we had many opportunities to win. If we didn't have so many freaking turnovers and if the calls weren't so lopsided, we could have easily snuck away with a W in, in the fog. Um, but I, I will say that if we were going to lose, I'm glad it was personally, I'm glad it was as, you know, it was a close game. Cause you know, Sometimes people forget how good we actually are. And I think sometimes we forget. <laughs> yeah. Well, when they play horribly. True. You know, against freaking ULM. But that's neither here nor there. Um, but, yeah. So, Matt, any other positives you want to talk about the game on your end? Anything else you noticed on your end? Yeah. I mean, if, if you would have told me before the game that we would out-rebound Kansas and make five more buckets, I would tell you that you're an idiot. But true. Absolutely that, true. that was incredible. And and we shot almost 61% from the field in the second half, which is, is incredible to, to me as, yeah. as anything else in the game that we could play not only that hard, but able to knock down the shots uh, to keep it close. I mean, yeah, we had a one possession game with less than a minute left. You can't really ask for exactly. too much. I, I agree. And that's why, I mean, yeah, we, I wasn't disappointed. Obviously. Yes. I wanted the win, but I wasn't disappointed at all. I was really, really proud of them for sticking in there especially being down a starter, you know, we, we actually hung in there as best we possibly could. And it was minus, you know, getting the win. If we would have got the win, yeah, great, wonderful. But I mean, we hung in there pretty well. Yeah. It was, it was yeah. great. Learning how yeah. to play without wear might, might take a couple games. So we did pretty well considering that part. Okay. I do Very have one true. other random note. And obviously there's a reason and I don't know what it is, but I, I was sad that he wasn't at the game. I don't know. Maybe there's a reason that makes sense of why he wasn't there, but yeah, I, I had heard that his surgery was going to be pretty quick, so maybe he was having or he's about to have the surgery. I, I don't know either. I'm just guessing. And I figured but. that I figured that might have been it, but I, yeah. whatever it was, I hate that he couldn't be there because I mean it's yeah. a bummer enough to not get to play in that game, but not to get to go. Right. Or for us, is having a senior leader on the bench to help out in a place yeah. like that. Very true. Very, very true. A big part of that win. So. Yeah. It's also possible that because of all of the travel blunder that it was just, you know, he was maybe one of the ones I was like, well, I'll just go home or yeah. something. You know what I mean? Because I'm not even playing. Who knows? I don't know. Right. Yeah. But it could be surgery thing. It could be. we not quite sure. But either way, bummer for him. It I is. Hate that I hate that for him. I just hate the fact that he's done for the season. Just yeah. in general. That's just, just absolute. Just yep. good. Gut, gut wrench. All right. So let's move on to our second half of the game talk analysis. Our lovely, lovely segment we like to call the... With the airing of grievances. I got a lot of problems with you people. Now, you're going to hear about it. Yo. 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 Okay, so I <laughs> want to mention one first that's not really game-related at all, but because we talked about this. Well, we talked about this on our way back, the three of us, I believe. Mm. Dr. James Naismith, only surviving grandson at the game. <laughs> Literally the man who invented... The game. game we are watching. Yeah. And this man was on like the fifth row. I texted my brother. I was like, I would have thrown a fit. Like, yeah. You kidding me? My grandpa literally invented this game and you're going to sit my ass on the fifth row. You better give me some front row courtside seats. No, no, thank you. No, around that. I don't know if you guys saw on the outside of the field house, there's a section to the right that has all of the text that I guess that when Naismith brought down the rules, I guess it was the rules that he created. It was uh, the rules, yeah, because someone had messaged me and asked me if I'd seen them. Yeah. It was really cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, we didn't get to do as much walking around in there as we 
wanted to. But... Yeah, because we were kind of running behind a little we'll, bit. We'll be of... we'll be back, Lawrence. Don't worry don't. Yeah, you know, we'll definitely come back because Lawrence was a great time. Um, yeah, Sean Hurst says, yeah, props to our team after that travel must be able to deal with. Absolutely. I Amen. feel like that was a huge airing of grievance for me. Obviously, that was nothing that they did or they could have controlled. But I think that that really kind of, you know, set them back on their schedule. Obviously, they yeah. had things they had things planned for Friday night that they had to either push or cut out or yeah, couldn't it do. Good. And then they had to probably, you know, uh, squeeze more stuff in on Saturday, you know, pregame that they weren't planning on squeezing in and, you know, all this stuff. And so I think it was, it was obviously a big old cluster F of a travel situation. The fact that the plane had kind of, you know, issues. And then as soon as they get back on the bus to try and, you know, remedy the issue by either busing or doing whatever they, they get their bus stuck in a freaking ditch. (laughs) How do you get stuck in the ditch anyways? It was trying to back I up. Don't know. So I, I'm trying to remember who was telling me this. They were trying to back but I bet up. eventually they won't have that bus driver again. Yeah. No, <laughs> absolutely not. They were trying to back up, and I guess the bus backed up too far and literally went into like a little culvert ditch or something. Couldn't Jeez. get himself back out because it was like muddy and a big old, you know, slant. I'm like, what is happening? And so everybody's like, well, are we going to make the game? Like, oh, believe me. They will make it here for the game some, some way, freaking somehow. how they will get here. And bless up to our amazing donors who have freaking planes. Strings <laughs> they can pull. For God's sakes. That got them on here on time. So big hearing agreements to the crappy plane that they were supposed to fly in on. Great. I mean, at least they didn't take off and have issues in flight. So that's nice. Um, good to know that. And then bus driver, what you doing, baby? What are you, what's you doing? Okay. This, this is the collective grievance for everyone who watched this game. I'm certain, but the, and y'all know my, my number one grievance is never about the officiating, but my goodness, 21 to 11 fouls. It's just not good. And all of their players were bigger than ours. So it's like, there's no way we were playing that much more aggressively than they were. They called a foul on David in the first 12 seconds of the game. I'm like, but yeah. we just we first, just got the jump ball. Like, what the hell? I didn't even know what the foul was. It happened I so don't fast. I think anyone knew. It was just dumb. That was I was not happy with that. Um, and that I mean that made a big a big change in the tide. <laughs> what we only shot four free throws and they shot how many? 27. 27, yeah. I mean, and we had zero free throw attempts within the first 11 minutes, and then, of course, barely in the entire game. I mean. And really, the, the most alarming part to me is that Kinsmill had zero. He didn't get one foul call in the paint. See, if anyone should have had fouls on our team, it should have been him. Yeah. yeah. Because there were multiple. He had 13 foul goal attempts and no no free throws. And that's, that's what we do. We feed him to get fouls. <laughs> Not Saturday. Wild, yeah, wild bad. to me, wild to me that that I mean that there. But the thing is, and we were watching, we were watching a lot of the replays. Like even Andy Uber Andy, shout out to Uber Andy, um, was re- watching one of the scenes or one of the plays, and he even showed us. He was like, "Look at it, look, watch, watch." And I mean, it was so obvious that it was a foul on Gavin, and no call, nothing. When, when we see it, obviously we we see it. But when some of the other like non SFA people are on Twitter and saying the same thing, then that's Obviously. Pretty egregious. Right. Yeah. Then you know it's not biased. Um, Sean Hurst, refs got some extra pocket change in the half. 
Man, they're just... They they're got just, that shit prior to the game, They're baby. just intimidated by Bill Self, man. I don't know. Like, that home cooking is real, especially... It's, and you know what? I'm trying, I'm trying to remember who said it. They're like, do not be surprised about the home cooking in, in Kansas. Like, this is a normal thing. Yeah. yeah. You, a normal you, thing. You play the normal. tournament, play the neutral style, and they don't get the same calls. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Guarantee if that game was played somewhere else, definitely neutral site, it would have been a totally different scenario. So, again, the fact – I mean, I'm going to tur- turn this back into a feet of strength, but the fact that we played them as closely as we did, considering that, yeah, is pretty amazing. Because if that would have been cut in half, we would have beat them by 10. You know? Yeah. Yep. Oh, agreed. If, exactly. That's what – I think we talked about that, too. Yeah. Like if we wouldn't have had so many turnovers, if it would have been closer on turnovers – you know, or if they would have called more fouls on us and less fouls on them, we'd yeah. have one by ten. Oh, easy. 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 And then imagine if we didn't commit all those turnovers. Imagine. Because yeah. how many points did they have, did Kansas have off of turnovers? 28. Uh, 28. Dar 19. Yeah, points off turnovers. Yeah. 28. Yeah. Exactly. Ten-point difference. Boom. Um, one more officiating grievance I had is that damn travel they called on Nana pissed me off because – he got knocked off balance by somebody. They could have called a foul, but they oh weren't going to call fouls. They called trap. I'm like, yes. He didn't just fall down into the splits by himself. Like, yeah, like he he tripped over someone else's foot slash pushed over. So someone bumped into him and someone bumped him. But yeah, exactly. Come that on. That was that. And then also uh, remember during the game whenever uh, they pulled David out and we were like, did he get in the mouth or what happened? Oh yeah, it looked much worse whenever I watched it on TV. Really? Yeah. Was there any foul whatsoever? No. I don't think so. I mean, there was. They didn't call it, no. Well, that's no. what I'm saying. Like, they didn't no. call the No. And it was it was pretty bad. Like, he went down face first in the middle of the lane and, like, laid there for a minute before he got back up and tried to finish the play. And then they called – then they blew the whistle on something else, and you could see him holding his mouth. Like, it, it oh, looked pretty bad. Oh, my God. I mean, come yeah. on. What are we doing? Um None. And then, of course, that's that's not on us. It was more, obviously, a grievance toward, toward the officiating yeah. staff. And it's just like – I don't, I don't get it. I, it's just egregiously obvious calls like that, just being completely overlooked, completely overlooked. So my main grievance is on us. So that Ochai or however you say his name, he had three threes like right off the bat at the beginning of the game. And yeah. I do feel like we let them have more threes than we should have because, I mean, a team like Kansas, you just know they're gonna they're gonna be able to pull the trigger on the three, and we let them have a lot of wide open and ones. Again, the way that we run our defense that just allows for those easy threes yeah um and the inbounds passes which we already covered but um Um, yeah and then i think another one of mine was was that i just noticed just bad ball handling in the second half especially in the second half Uh, there was some in the first half as well but i mean just like easy just turnovers that was again part of the turnovers was just losing the ball just some sloppily sloppily Sloppy ball handling in the second half. No, there was because there was one possession where like everyone who touched the ball almost bobbled it out of bounds. Yeah, and I was like, and there was and there was a pass like either to David or David had it and he lost it. Like it was just an easy loss. The turnover that David had really late in the game, where he basically lost control of that. I mean, it's not his fault. It's, it happens, but that was, that was yeah. a killer. That point. It is a killer. It's a killer. And again, like it's not no slight to David, but like it's just those small little things, to, especially at the end of the game when we have a chance. Yep. Well, that that's again killer. Well, I, I say it every game, but the 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 turnovers at the end of the game don't weigh any more than the other ones. 
And if the other ones wouldn't have been made, we wouldn't be in that position when that one was made. So all those other little mm -hmm. bad passes, turnovers, missed layups early in the game, one of them could have kept that turnover from being significant. God. And then the blocking out. Oh, yeah. Lack of blocking out yeah. under the basket. There were several times that none of them were blocking out. And we did have a couple of back doors to this game. Yeah. Again. Well, and that last offensive rebound for Kansas is what sealed the deal. They get that that last shot from from Remy Martin, which was an amazing shot, but I mean, we shot the rebound first. Oh, completely. Um, you know, and another another thing I noticed too was the points in the paint too. Obviously, on Kansas, they had thirty four. You know, anytime we can keep someone to you know thirty and under or twenty, you know, in the twenties is good. Can't win when we have 34, when they have 34 points in the paint either. I mean, just letting them come right in. Just again, just like in the ULM game, ULM game, just gifting them the basket, gifting them the layup. Merry Christmas, right into the lane, right into the paint. It was, that was, that was just a frustrating, frustrating thing from us up in the rafters. Um, it's also the, arguably the best guard trio that, that might be in the nation. Definitely the best that we'll play all season. So, Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I still thought we played pretty well defensively, but con considering what we had to go against, uh, it's, it's, it's a tough matchup. Yeah. Oh, very. Completely. Agreed. 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 I mean, yeah, you know, there's always going to be a few things to knock on, but considering playing number seven in the country, the team that we played, the hell is happening over here? Oh, the team that we played, um, the Duke team that we played was arguably not as, Strong. Not as strong as the Kansas team that we just played, and they were number and they're number seven, you know. And Duke was number one at the time, you know. Hundred percent, hundred percent. Very, very proud of how they played. Um, so let's move on. Usually, Matt, at the end of our summary, end of our analysis, we do one word to describe the entire game. So we'll give you, we'll do ours first, and then, or just the entire weekend to describe the whole weekend. So, Jacqueline, what would you say? Oh my gosh, I haven't thought about it at all, but I think I'm just going to say exhilarating because yeah. we're really the whole thing. And like we said at the beginning, I mean, obviously the Duke game was a huge bucket list check for me too. Right. Um, and I'm not saying we had less fun then, but we just didn't have as much time to do as many things. Yeah. Um, and so this time around, we had more time. We had a bigger group. We got to do all of the things. We had a lot of fun outside of the game itself. Yeah. Yeah, the game itself was fun. And the, and the game was wild. I mean, the, yeah. yeah. Which actually, that's exactly what I was going to use for my word is what I named this wild weekend in Lawrence. Oh. My word was wild. Like, the, the weekend was wild. You know, the, we had all the fun times, you know, eating and, and, and drinking and having fun with our friends and our, our traveling companions. And then, of course, the game itself was just a wild experience being in Allen Fieldhouse and seeing just how packed that place got and how – that, you know, the crowd was pretty, pretty tame for the most part until the very end of the game, which was kind of what, again, wild. Mm -hmm. um, and then they did that fog advisory. And I was like, this place is going to freaking explode. It yeah. got wild. Or maybe that. camaraderie would be a good word. Cause I feel like we just had such a good group and like yeah. we did almost everything together. Like we did so many right. things, which is what the Duke game for us was missing. Like yeah. we had a great time cause we won the game, but we didn't get to do all the fun camaraderie oh, yeah. stuff. So, so Matt, if you can say this entire weekend or game in one word, what would it be? I was going to say exciting, which is yeah. the same. Echoes exactly both y'all said. Yeah. I mean, the entire mm -hmm. weekend 
was was really exciting. I, I'm excited to go to these games, no matter what the outcome is. Just like yeah, absolutely, you know, the game was exciting. Even though we got killed in that game, but I'm always excited to go just to watch our program play at the best of the best. Right, so absolutely, it um, was great. Travel was easy. Uh, food was great. Drinks were great. Friends were great. It was it was an exciting weekend. I agree. Yeah, I agree too. And it was I, so much fun. We're we're just and that's another thing too. Moving into the WAC is is just an exciting thing for us all because I feel like it's just going to keep getting better. Like the the non conference games are going to be so much fun, and then of course these in conference games are going to be they're in new places that we haven't really gone to yet, and that's just more exciting new trips yeah. coming up. Like there's a lot of schools in Utah. You know, you you used to live up in Pacific Northwest, so you kind of know what to expect expect up there. Um, you know, there's some, there's a team in, in California that we got, you know, Grand Canyon, and then we have, you know, UTRGV down in by the border. So that food's going to be good too. I mean, we're just really excited for our food podcast, as you can tell. And we're excited to do that next week before, before conference actually starts. So, oh my God, we're excited. It's going to be, it's going to be a great fun time. So, uh, Matt, now's the time to kind of talk about the upcoming uh, upcoming New Mexico game. Yeah, definitely. This is all you, bud. This is all you. Yeah, no, definitely. I appreciate it. Give my little uh, sales pitch in here, I guess. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, so if you haven't seen it, uh, New Mexico State game at home on Saturday, January 22nd. We've organized uh, an official uh, title keeps changing, but basically a alumni student section um, return of the hecklers type event. So basically anybody jump in really quick, Matt, and say anybody listening, if you've been feeling nostalgic while we've been talking about all these alumni getting together for this big game and having such a fun time and going and eating and drinking, going to the game, this weekend is for you. Like this is the weekend you need to plan to come to NAC. This is why Matt's putting this together to get everyone back together and kind of relive this. So yeah. And the weekend, even without this, I mean, the New Mexico state game should be our biggest home game. Yeah. Or the new WAC schedule that we have, right? So yeah, they're back this game automatically. But uh, the event, yeah, it's, it's for people like us that are graduates, fans, students, or former students, former players, anyone that wants to come back and relive some older times. Um, obviously, now we talk a lot about how the student section is kind of phased out, non-existent, whatever you want to you know say about it. Um, yeah. We are coming back for this weekend to have our own student section. We've got 45 tickets sold already. I, I, I would assume it's going to be a lot more that will probably come closer to, to game time. But we're going to be rowdy. We're going to be standing up all game. We're not sitting down. We're going to be a real student section, ch- you know, chanting, yelling, all of the above. We've got a uh, pregame tailgate. We've got uh, a, an exclusive tour of the practice facility included. Um which I is think, amazing. Just even yeah. that enough alone on its own is worth it. I think okay. Corey's throwing in some vouchers for popcorn and hot dogs, something like that inside. I think he is. He mentioned that. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And, and for a lot of people that I've talked to that haven't been in a while, they're, they still don't know that we sell beer inside. Right. So now mm-hmm. that you can buy beer inside, but also have it delivered straight to your seat. It's a huge selling point. I think for a lot of people that haven't been in a long time. So I agree. I agree. But yeah, so- we've got exclusive tickets. So anyone that wants to come, um, it's open for everyone. It's, I'm not, I don't care if you're, how old you are, men, women, kids, eh, kids are okay, nah, so. kids. Nah, kids. Yeah. yeah. We'll, so, we'll what's, so what's the number one way, Matt, for people to get tickets to this? Like where mm-hmm. do they need to go look for it? What's the easiest way? Yeah. So I have an exclusive link, um, that I have on my Twitter. My personal Twitter is just at Matt ADK. 
Um, I also run the Lumberjack fans Twitter. If um, I think most people know that, but that's also me. Yeah. Um, <gasps> you do? Yeah. Shit. Right. Um, but I, I'm posting from both of those accounts um, for the event. Um, I'll share that again here in a minute. But okay. then again, it's an exclusive ticket just for our individual section. And, it's, right. and it also, the tickets are only five bucks. So it's also cheaper than everywhere else. Five dollars. Five doll hairs. And one dollar from each ticket, I'm donating back to the student section. Okay, cool. Which is so fantastic. Yeah. Keeps so. like someone keeps knocking on the window. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if someone was. No, we, we're so excited. And, and the thing, you know, and, and so I feel like it'd be cool if, you know, you guys are in that section and then you still have Jacqueline and I behind the bench. But in the same shirts, because you did, you're doing shirts, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, just launched the shirts last night. Got the design ready, so everybody wants a shirt as well. Like eleven bucks. Um, it's got the old Heckler's logo, a little bit revised, so it's pretty cool. Perfect. Yeah, so we're gonna get some shirts. We're gonna still wear the shirts, and we're gonna be right behind the team, and we'll be doing we'll be doing the same thing y'all are doing over there. And heck, we may come join you halfway through the game or something too, or or so at some point. Welcome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're we're excited. We're excited. We're excited for the the whole day. We're excited for tailgate. We'll be there for tailgate. Um, bring get some Fredonia beer over there for you guys. Um, excited for that. And man, people, if you have not come back to a game at all this season, this is your opportunity to come. This like, is the one. This is it right here. Cheap ticket in town. Bring your family. Get a t-shirt. You get a t-shirt. Get drinks. Get it. Get food. All of it. I mean, it'll be a cheap weekend. Stay the whole Tour. weekend if you want. Go stay at Fredonia. Go stay at Fredonia. Go stay at Airbnb. I got two beds in my house. I mean, we have we have the space. Just make it happen, Captain. I mean, Matt's over here hustling, hustling. Well, Spent a lot of time getting together, so I'm hoping exactly. You've been doing a lot of work. You have weekend, been, I know. And so, I mean, 45 tickets already sold is huge. You know, lumberjacks and just Texans in general are so last minute. They're yeah. gonna, you're gonna have people. You're gonna, I bet you're gonna have people day of wondering, okay, well, how do I come get tickets and sit in the section? Yeah, I also have plenty of friends that told me they're coming, but they haven't bought tickets yet. Oh, so yeah. exactly, I'm late, and that's great. Everyone's still welcome, no matter what. So. Absolutely. We, we are so excited and we're, you know, glad that you're doing this excited for the whole New Mexico game. Uh, new, so we're playing the playing New Mexico. We're also playing GCU in January, you know, whack play starts in January. And so there's just a lot coming up within the whole month of January right there that there's just whew, a lot happening. And so get your tickets for that game. Y'all get excited for whack play, get excited for New Mexico to come to, you know, the sawmill, get excited for GCU as well to come to the sawmill. That's going to be another big game, too, coming up. I mean, I mean it's it's go time. It's it's go time. I'm excited. Um, are you guys also going to bring back the, uh, the, or the orange cones, too? We've got some cones somewhere. Someone has them. So we'll bring back some cones for the first couple of rows. I bought some masks that have the light, the purple lights and stuff. So when the lights go out, we'll have those on. Oh. oh planned out. Look at you. Yeah. yeah. I was thinking of buying, like, you know how they have the large orange traffic cones, but then they have, like, the little tiny ones. Yeah. I was thinking I may get yeah. a couple of those and just Jacqueline and I having yeah, those and just saying cool. woo woo on our side. So I think that'd be fun. Yeah. Uh, just just for old time's sake. Man, I wish I still had my old Heckler shirt. I have I looked all over for it. I had no idea where it went. My black one. I have no yeah. idea. But anyway, but I'm excited to get the new one. Hold on, we have a couple comments. Let me go back. Um Carrie Whitsit, are old school megaphones allowed? I don't see why not. I mean the yeah, children. Some students, I think they've been using the cheerleaders' megaphones in the stands. So, 
Yeah, and then yeah, okay. Oh, never mind. I just answered. <laughs> so was it a yes or no, okay, Dove? If you answered it. Yeah, I'm assuming yes because I would think the yes. count. I mean, yeah. yeah. They're not yeah. artificial noisemakers, so. No. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. Exactly. I think fine. I agree. Carrie, yes, girl. Yes, queen. We're we're excited. So, uh, Matt, if you could um, send us those links for you know for tickets, and then I'll for the t-shirt, and then that way we can post them on our pages as well. Yeah, if or could. if you tweet it, or we'll, yeah, we'll tweet them and then retweet yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, so that we can stick them on there um, and keep them keep them available. I'm assuming if orange cones we, are we allowed, assume the same. Absolutely, K Dub, we agree. Oh, my friend Joel, Alex, yeah, what's up, Joel? He's my H. He's my high school buddy right there, Joel. What up, bud? So how them UH Cougars doing? <laughs> Still reeling from that lumberjack or ladyjack ass whooping, actually, probably. Anyway, um, all right. So let's let's wrap it up here. We have just a few other reminders. Of course, buy your tickets for the alumni heckler game on January twenty second. Stay the whole weekend if you want, or just the day of. Uh, what time is that game at again? Is that a two o'clocker? I believe so. Yeah. Okay, so again, it's an easy come down, make it for tailgate, stay for a few hours, watch the game, and then head back. Even if you can't stay the night, I mean, it, yeah, the two o'clock game is perfect for those out of town if you don't want to stay the whole night or the whole weekend. But if you want to stay the whole weekend, I imagine nighttime might be pretty fun too. True. Heck yeah, true. Do we know? Obviously, the game's gonna be on ESPN Plus. You know, I kind of wish that it was. I keep yeah, hearing. I haven't, hearing I haven't seen anything different yet. <laughs> my mom is being wild at the window over there. She's so like, I don't know. Life in the window with her shirt. <laughs> Fucking goober. Um, I don't even know what the hell. Anyway, okay, so guys, don't forget to make sure that, don't forget to make sure that you are following us on all the social media pages, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, um, Instagram. Also make sure that you guys, if you have any any, any, any reservations about if you should order a my plate? I think you should. Uh, Matt Atkins, do you have a my plate? I do not. Ah, what? Tiffany, Christmas gift idea. Yeah. That's a good, very good point. I've thought about it, but you're you're right. I, I, I do not have one yet. Man, yeah, they're, they're awesome. I love them so much, and like you know, I mean, obviously I have mine on my car, and then uh, I mean, there's such a noticeable thing that like one of the last times I went to pick up my groceries um, curbside or whatever at Brookshire's the, the nice little girl who brought them out. She's like, every time that I see one of your orders come in, I write on the side of the bag in purple. <laughs> Aww, that's so cute. I was like, Oh, Aww, I love that. No. Yeah. So again, easy way to support your lumberjacks. If you order a my plate, um, when you buy five year personalized purple SFA plate from my plates, SFA athletics gets in almost $250 from that purchase. It's a Stephen F. Awesome way to support your lumberjacks. When you renew that five-year plate subscription, SFA gets nearly double that at $400. Uh, but even if you don't want to spring for the five-year personalized plate, I understand it's a little pricey. Um, you can either do a layaway option where you pay it off one at a time, or you can even do a one-year or a three-year. So you can even you can do a one-year um, non-personalization background only, and it's only 50 bucks. So $50. 50 doll hairs, you can get an SFA plate for one year and at least support the lumberjacks that, that way. That could so. be like your headliners tab for one night. <laughs> one, 50 bucks. 50 bucks? Mine's like 20 or less. Maybe bad shots. No, I was going to say, good Lord, maybe if we're in Lawrence, but 
I don't maybe even, one weekend. I don't even want to know how much money Andy Till spent that weekend. I love you, Andy. <laughs> he bought a lot of drinks for people, meaning us. Bless him. Andy might not know how much Andy. I spent. don't think Andy gives a <laughs> flying fuck how much he spent. To be fair. No, he writes it all off. Joel, I'm your friend's friend now after that low blow. I'm so sorry, Joel. You know I love you, buddy. You know Aww. I love you. I know. I all know. in good fun. All in good fun. That's why we always poke fun. One last little comment that I have to say that uh, Cat Fan sent to me because, again, he likes to send it to us on DM and not on here because he's... He doesn't want us to know who he is. Yeah, because he's a little stinker. So he sent me a message, said, for grievances, can we get a list of schools with coal in their stocking this year? And why does the list begin with McNeese? <laughs> <laughs> 100% the list starts with McNeese. That's a long list of schools that need coal in their stocking. Everyone gets coal but us pay. Right? I mean, that's just the only right answer, right? I'm just I'm just displeased with everything McNeese right now. So. <laughs> oh, yes. Agreed, Joel. San Houston State has a bag of, <laughs> bag of coal. Agreed. Give them um, a bag of something. <laughs> a flaming pile of you know what anyway all right well matt thank you so much for joining us on lovely kind of cold uh christmas week day we wish obviously we were watching the lumberjacks right now and the game would be over right about now but yeah oh well here we and are we will absolutely have you on for the recap episode of the new mexico game so you can tell us all about the the, the heckler event yeah because we would I'm love to have some stories so Oh, yeah. we will have plenty so of stories. Start making your notes now. Yep. We'll have plenty of stories from that game, I'm sure. Um, we're excited for the upcoming WAC season, and we're also excited for our foodie podcast. <laughs> foodie foodcast. I blame this, okay? This hit you hard. Anyway, all right, everyone have a great day. Hope everybody has a really great Christmas. Yeah. Um, and then we will see you guys next week for our food podcast. We're going to figure out what day we're going to do that and compile all of our notes of all the, all of the food yeah, we, that was sent to us. We, so we, have, we have our, our assignment. I know our that's our homework. We have a, we have a large list cut out for us. And so if you guys listening, all of our knack, our Nacogdocians listening, um, if you have any specific recommendations that you want us to include on the knack food, the, the whack food portion. The knack portion of the whack food pack. Sure That's a them. lot I'm of. I'm sure we know them all. We do, but if there's a little if bit there's of. There's something you think we might miss. Yeah. Let us know. Let us know. Favorite drinks at different bars or favorite food items at different restaurants. Let us know. Um, and we're excited to get that done next week. Yeah, that'll be fun. Woo! It's going to be a long one, too. Um, all right. So thank you again, Matt, so much. Hope you have a great Christmas with you and your family. With Likewise. You yeah and the kiddos. yeah and we, again thanks for coming on for giving up a couple an hour and 30 minutes of your time we appreciate it so um everybody have a really really great day and as always axum jacks with alex and jacks see you later bye, matt. thanks bye matt <laughs>